and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. She knows what the left is thinking before they do. Dr. Gina Loudon, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. This Thanksgiving week is uh, always a little bit of a short one for the workers and the school kids. Uh, my kids were like, Dad, two and a half days. I was like, yeah, don't remind me. Uh, it was, anyway, It was. Uh, it's going to be fun, lots of fun, lots of things to give thanks for, and I hope, friends, that you will make a meaningful um, expression this weekend uh, about uh, all the things that you've been blessed with and uh, have things to be thankful for. Uh, and uh, someone who I know who will be celebrating with a thankful heart is Dr. Gina Loudon. She's uh, not only a thrice-credentialed human behavioral expert, uh, but she is also a very good friend, and we appreciate her being here. In addition to being the award-winning anchor of Prime Time with Dr. Gina on the Real America's Voice every weeknight uh, on Prime Time uh, there on RAV, and on Mondays I get to hang out with her a little bit, which is also fun. Dr. Gina, I'm going to talk more about this in my final thought in a little bit. Um, I think Elon Musk is a master marketer, and he found a way to drive nearly a third of a billion page views to his uh, website that he's he's been looking for some some way to, to, to generate a little bit of electricity with. Um, the question becomes, will President Trump actually get back on Twitter? And it was interesting to see what Don Jr. was tweeting out and Instagramming out today saying he, he doesn't know if he will or not, but he was putting up all these memes that was like uh, a mom who was like, uh, <laughs> like trying to refrain from taking her, her anxiety pills and she just wanted to take them so badly. I think it was the, Amer- was the family family uh, uh, dad mom. Family but, uh, yeah, oh. uh, that's it. Uh, and, and then there was another one of uh, somebody trying not to look at a very attractive woman walking down the street. And one was Trump and one was Twitter. And anyway, Don Jr. was having a lot of fun with it. But he kept saying, I have no idea if this is going to happen or not. Um, what's your take? You, you spend a little time with the president from time to time. Uh, what do you think he's going to do? He is first and foremost a businessman. He opened his own platform through social um, he also has friends that uh, have getter. <laughs> um, I don't see why. I mean, if you if you get kicked out of grocery store A because you are conservative, right, and you love free speech, so you open grocery store B, right? It's a competitor to grocery store A. Then if somebody, however nice they are, or however demanding they are, however, whatever your good situation was originally. Uh, reopens grocery store A, why in the world would you go back there when you own grocery store B? I I think that, you know, I could see a business deal being cut at some point, but both both Musk and Trump are business people first. And I guarantee you this isn't going to happen because Trump just has a whim Oh, let's go back on Twitter. That sounds fun today. That's not it's not going to happen like that. So they do the poll from Friday to Saturday. Uh, They do a million votes an hour and it overwhelmingly says put Trump back on. And then from Saturday night at 830, when I checked in, he was at about a million followers. When I woke up at about 637 o'clock on Sunday morning, he was at 72 million. That means in less than 10 hours time, he had averaged about seven million people an hour coming to follow him. And I don't know where it's at right now. I haven't looked at it uh, today, but I'm sure that it's more. And if people may remember, he was the most followed Twitter handle in the history of Twitter. So 
he doesn't have all of those people migrated over to Truth Social, and I think you know there's there's some some viable you know because uh, you would like to get all of them over onto Truth and then just say nope to heck with Twitter I don't need it anymore. You know I don't know what it'll look like or or Musk could make a bid to buy uh, Truth Social. Who knows? I mean there's a lot of ways this could go. <laughs> Consolidate um, accounts. Well, that's that. fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that as long as they keep the colors in the Truth Social uh, arena because. You know, I Twitter, it's got nice functionality, but I just love what they've done with the whole feel of Truth Social. It's just got a it's got a different vibe about it from the design all the way through to the end. It is fascinating. And it makes you also wonder there has to be pressure now because, you know, um, Instagram and Facebook, of course, we know um, owned by a totally different company, but um, they are still in the business of censoring and shadow banning and all the rest. I'm completely censored right now. You can't even tag me on Instagram without getting this big warning. Um, that I, I know, because every time I yeah. tag you, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, though, you know, with the, with the resurgence of a little bit of free speech, um, it really feels like a tide turn, doesn't it? And yeah. it really no- makes you know that there'll be some pressure on some other platforms to either rise up or die. That's what's going to happen to them. Uh, Dr. Gina, give us a sneak peek at uh, what's coming up uh, this evening, because uh, I know you've always got a big show planned. You know, it's really interesting, Kevin. I had a woman I met at an event at Mar-a-Lago who told me that her husband had gone psychotic taking pot. It was medical marijuana, and he went psychotic after a beautiful 35-year marriage. I told her that I wanted to have her on my show, so it'll be a little raw and a little interesting, as well as the FDA now claiming that they never said doctors couldn't prescribe ivermectin uh, with Dr. Molly James and Kevin McCullough, of course. (laughs) They're saying they never... Yeah. Oh, that is. Oh, man, that is crazy. Okay, you got to check out Dr. Gina tonight, 7 o'clock, REV. It's on all the platforms. You can download the app, easiest way to watch it. And uh, Dr. Gina, always love being with you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming back with a look at the markets on this Monday. Don't go away.